Chase is alive. He killed my friend, now he's coming for me. He's got a death curse. Jason's a legend. I'm Mrs. Warrior, an old friend of the Christie's. Jason belongs in hell. You're doing if you stay here. Never come back again. You see, Jason was away Sunday, and today is his birthday. And we are back. Welcome to another episode of Camp Blood Radio. I am your host, Nathan Barker, and joining me at Camp Crystal Lake tonight, the drunk uncle, Kenton Mullins. Hey, what's up, guys? Oh, we got uh, we got Valentine's Day fucking over with, so I'm sure Cupid brought you a, a fancy gift, maybe some candy. And bring me shit. I'm a father. Oh, oh I, uh, man. Took the little lady, my, my five-year-old, out. We had a little Valentine's Day because she told me I had to. And, uh, and that was it for Valentine's day. Didn't get me anything. Didn't get my wife anything and vice versa on her. We're not a very, uh, romantic couple. Ah, okay. I was going to say, cause most of the time you don't get your wife anything for Valentine's day. You're getting, uh, you're getting the old down South area. You're going to get cut off boy. Well, like I just said, we've got three kids. So I got cut off. <laughs> <laughs> you got cut off fucking years ago. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. They're not a problem. After right, you've been married right. for so long, they're like, well, we're not going to have sex. And you're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hence, I am now a chronic masturbator. Exactly. Yeah. That's the, do- that's the first domino. Yeah. I mean, but in all, but in all actuality, you were a chronic beater offer prior. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was always there. It's, it's like addiction. You know, uh, you can quit, you can quit heroin, but you're always an addict. So that's what uh, they say. Yeah. Yeah. People that's are, what they, you're in recovery. These people, when they say, well, I'm in recovery, motherfucker, you've been in recovery for 37 years. When are, yeah. you, are you're not, <laughs> at what point am I just, I'm just not addicted anymore. I don't know how that works. Yeah. So, so, so like, you know, if, if the hand is heroin, uh, while, while we were young and, and wild and free, uh, I didn't need to do it. It was always there ready to rear its head, ugly, ugly head under the, under the surface. And then when that started getting cut off, I had to go back to that needle. You know, so so basically now you can just justify being a chronic masturbator by saying your wife don't put out. So exactly, I, yeah, 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 because she can't. Like, it's not her fault. It's like a it's like a crutch. Yeah, you got when you're when you're trying to have have uh, sexy time and there's little fingers uh, underneath the door, like what what are you doing in there? And they're just wiggling <laughs> at the base of the door, and the and the guinea pigs are making noises because we had to have guinea pigs too. It's just not ideal. It's not ideal for for sensual moments. Kind of hard to uh, pitch tent during that commotion, it, I would imagine. Yeah, because guinea pigs don't make uh, sexy noises. They don't. I don't know if you've ever heard a guinea pig. They're like, and and then on top of that, the fingers, like I said, are under the door, and uh, there's dirty laundry in the floor, and it's just, you know what? Let's just uh, watch a show, right? It's just, <laughs> it's just Netflix and chill. Exactly. Yeah, but well, not in the traditional sense. No, no, no. In a, in, actually, yes, in the traditional sense. The traditional, yes. The yeah. traditional as in not doing anything but just watching Netflix. Yes. We're just going to Netflix. We're not going to chill. Not going to chill. Just there's enough. no chill when there's kids. Apparently not. I, I feel for you. I thought maybe, if anything, one of your one of your fucking 17 fuck trophies might have might have at least, you know, maybe with crayons, drew you a nice little Valentine's Day card. No. No, they they uh, they weren't worried about us at all. They just they were looking for the, the receiving of the Valentine's day gifts. They weren't worried about giving. And it's actually my five-year-old's 
uh, favorite favorite holiday of the year for whatever reason, which is odd. And uh, I feel bad for whatever little bastard boy that's running around within 10 miles of our house right now that is going to run into her in the future and end up asking her to be his girlfriend because he's he's going to have. Ooh, I feel bad for that little fucker. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I and I seen on social media that your wife, your one of your other children is is maybe shopping for a girlfriend. I seen a little a little tidbit there about he was maybe going to ask a a special young lady to be his girlfriend. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he's real private about that stuff. He's at that age where we're not cool anymore. Um we're like we have the the cool equivalency equivalency of like a a pair of croc sandals to him. So he doesn't reveal any of that information to us. So I hope it went well. He's been he's been hopping around here with pep in his step, pep in his step, and uh, and and fire in his gut. So I think things went well. Yeah, yeah. Well, we wish him luck from here at the, from here at uh, the show. We wish him luck. So yeah, me too. Yeah, hopefully things went his way because I certainly remember those awkward days. I mean, oh, they were the worst. Dude. They were the yeah, absolute worst. worst. And I, like, I'm just, I'm glad I still don't have to deal with that. I mean, hell, I was still dealing with that just up until a few years ago. So I, I can feel his pain on that one. I remember so. one year, like maybe it was like sixth grade, I think, buying a girl an Avril Lavigne CD and a heart necklace uh, for Valentine's Day. And fucking, dude, I was killing it, bro. I was killing it. <laughs> that reminds me. So this is this is the fucking this is a fucking true story. And I think about how ridiculous it is now. For whatever reason, this just popped in my head. But my my uh, my girlfriend, if you will, in nineteen this was in nineteen either nineteen ninety five or ninety six, and I was in eighth grade. And for Valentine's Day, she got me a cassette tape of two short cocktails. Oh, one damn. of the best. That, that is one of the my favorite albums of all time, right? Yeah, yeah. But your eighth grade girlfriend gets you a cocktails tape. I mean, how fucking, like, I, that isn't even ridiculous. That's fucking badass is what that is, now that I think about it. And I'm looking at the uh, at the album cover of that right now, and... <laughs> and, and I still... Really... <laughs> <laughs> I still own that fucking tape to this day. What the still fuck own... is going on here? <laughs> You know, it reminds you of the No Limit album covers, right? You just oh, have like for a sure, random... yeah, with just more ass. Yeah, it's like a it's like a glass <laughs> with like a woman and like a snake, I think, and it's all so, blue. So for the for the people that are listening, I'll describe this for you. You've got um, two, four, six. You got seven wine glasses, right? Uh, yeah, the wine glasses. That's right. And then one of the wine glasses is a is a heftily built black woman with a with a uh, ball python wrapped around her waist. And they're all, you need to keep in mind, they're all naked. And uh, then uh, on the ground that the wine glasses are sitting on, there's more naked women with pythons around them. And I think that's an innuendo, innuendo maybe for his, for Two Shorts penis, which doesn't really match up with his name. But, uh, and then in the clouds, like, like, a, like, like Jesus Christ, he's looking down on this. <laughs> yeah, it's. <laughs> It's just a work of art. That's His head is in the clouds. Yeah, just looking down on this 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 beautiful concoction of of uh, ebony women and and ball pythons. I'm telling you, that is his dopest fucking album ever, and he's only had like <laughs> 111 albums since 1983, and he's still in the game. But I'm telling you, if you have not listened to Cocktails, you have been missing out. That shit's got got some heavy bass drops on it. I mean, it's there's a lot of people on the album. And it's just, it is a masterpiece. Definitely my favorite short dog album. 
Oh yeah, there's a lot of heavy stuff on this album, especially looking at these butt cheeks. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember like I, I remember I, I remember opening the gift and thinking like I'm not allowed to have this in school. It's got a parental advisory sticker. Oh yeah, no, I don't. Like, I, I think the sticker, the parental advisory, advisory sticker, is the least of your worries if they see the front <laughs> of this album. <laughs> but I remember like, oh my god, I got to get this thing in my locker. You know, I hope nobody sees it. And I don't think she had any fucking idea what the music was. I mean, obviously, because as at the at the time back. And in is that, this a, is this a Christian album? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, okay. It's okay. A gospel album. It's. Um, <laughs> What do they what do they call them churches where they where they sing and they clap? Uh, they got them down in your in the Bible Belt where you live. Gospel uh, gospel music. The the Pentecostal church maybe does that sound right? Uh, the Pentecostal actually that makes sense. Pentecostals are snake handlers. So okay. uh, and there's a whole lot of snake on this album. So oh, this is one of them gospel clapping albums. That's what it is. Yeah, a lot of a lot of booty clapping. Oh, That's where you right. feel the spirit, the Father, the Son, and the Holy yeah. Ghost. Yeah. So, anyways, at the time, the song cocktails was like one of the most vulgar songs, rap songs of all time, like worse than two live crew, worse than anything. I mean, it, it was like, it was pretty bad. If now that I think about like the songs that were at that popular at that time or the vulgarity or whatever, it was, it was pretty bad. So my 14, 13 year old self, you know, thought I was a badass with the two short cocktails album. So definitely check it out if you haven't, cause that's some, that's right up there with Dr. Dre, the chronic. I'm just going to call it. I'm just going to call it like it is. And I just looked too short up, and he's still kicking, still rapping, still doing, still looks great, looks healthy. healthy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, YouTube, uh, DJ Vlad, uh, Vlad TV, YouTube channel Vlad TV. He just did an interview with him fairly recently, and he looked awesome. So go to YouTube, Vlad TV, check that out. A uh, lot, lots of cool shit on Vlad TV. He's uh, he's got a really good YouTube channel. And speaking of YouTube channel. You ding-dongs need to go subscribe to the Camp Blood Radio channel because there's only, the last time I looked, so far this last, like, week and a half since it's been in or whatever, I don't think it's been two weeks, but we don't even have, like, 50 subscribers yet. So, really? Come on. Go subscribe. <laughs> God damn it. You know, uh, oh, shit. Hold up. Um, I was trying to think of the name of this. So around the same time that you were getting this too short album, I got the album and I don't remember the name of the album, but I remember the song and the artist, uh, freak nasty. Oh yeah. You remember? And the, the dip, I put your yeah. hand up on my hip. Oh God. I love that song. I was you in my room. I just, just heard that song on the radio either yesterday or the day before. I haven't heard it in years, but I remember I would put it on. I had this huge, like six disc CD changer in my bedroom and I would put the dip on and I'd be in my room dancing like fucking Beavis from Beavis and Butthead. Fucking yeah. kicking the air and punching and <laughs> you have your uh, your pioneer 15, 15 inch floor speakers bumping. Oh yeah, just ridiculously large. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just and I'm just in there. Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. Just punching the air and kicking and. <laughs> oh, I bet. I bet. When I, I dip, I you dip, we dip. Not even. Ah, oh, good times. That was a banger. Man. That was a banger. There was a lot oh. of bangers in the mid '90s, late '90s, like that. I mean, like I say, those were like the best times, even with the with the two short albums, not just that. But I mean, you had the what what later became known as hype music, like the Little John, the East Side Boys and all yeah, that. And I loved that shit so much. Basically, in, in, in the next decade, once again, the early 2000s, which just which just got even more crumped up. But uh, yeah, I mean, there Remember was young a, bloods with presidential. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, they, dude, if that know, song came on during a party, I was fighting somebody. Oh, I just I just seen a, a segment with Sean Paul. Uh, I'm trying to think. I think it was like a BET documentary. I just watched one on them. Basically, what 
basically what they've been up to since then kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh, I think it was on BET. I can't remember, but it was just a couple weeks ago. But yeah, they were, there was a lot of great, a lot of great music at that time. But yeah, I had, uh, I had some pioneer subs in the, in the room. I had a couple, I had a bunch of floor speakers back in the day, man. If you didn't have a set of a pioneer 15s, I mean, what the fuck were you doing with your life and a big old equalizer and a six, at least a six disc changer. That was also back when it was cool to have subs in your car. And now, whenever I see uh, some, it's never teenagers. Teenagers are out of that phase, but you always see some pathetic, like 24, 25 year old with subs in his Honda Civic. And you're like, oh boy, that, that fellow there is not doing well. He's not. <laughs> no, he's, he's trying to compensate for something. I don't know. You know, his girlfriend is 17. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> fucking losers. Jesus. Cause the, the subwoofer industry has to be dying, right? They've got to be oh, just no, purging no. money. No, and I and I tell you what, um, <clears throat> and this is this is, well, this is this is this is facts. A friend of mine, local friend of mine, he has the third loudest vehicle in the country. He has an F one fifty with a shit ton of subs in it, and he travels all over the country to audio competitions. Yeah, but okay, so, that, but that's something different. Like if you're competing, if you're competing, if this is a lifestyle, then that's that's completely different. That's cool. But I'm talking about these guys that drive around with like subs that they got from Walmart. Uh, you know, like whenever I was young, like Rockford Fosgate, uh, Kicker, Memphis, MTX, those were all big name brands. I think Rockford Fosgate got bought out by Jensen. So now that's like a cheap speaker. So I'm talking about these guys that have like Rockford Fosgates from Walmart in their, in their car and their Honda Civic. And they don't even, they don't even, uh, like Dynamat anything. So the license plate is just like, oh yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> it sounds I think like it's, gravel it's in a tin graphics. pan. It's ge- it's geographics because I hear I hear car stereos all the time where I'm at, and I oh, that might be it then. Yeah, just so, Kentucky. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a Kentucky thing because if you get in other areas, I mean, it's it's all the time. So, and uh, so no, I don't think it's it's out of style if you want to call it that. I don't oh, think okay. it is well, by any means. My inbred ignorance is just coming through right now. Then I don't know. There you go. I apologize if that's a big thing, and and I'm just not aware of it. I apologize. Well, pay attention next time or pay more Fair attention, enough. I should say. So, all right. So no Valentine's gifts. Um, I, I was thinking maybe you're at least going to get some new socks, maybe a new flannel, but uh, I was wrong. Not a goddamn thing. All right. So <laughs> enough about old, old V day. Um, this episode brought to you as always by the delicious Folgers, but not just regular Folgers today, folks. I'm talking about the deliciousness known as their chocolate raspberry. And this shit is tasty. And I would, I would like to add that it pairs very nicely with my International Delight white chocolate raspberry creamer. I, I think I might have found my new favorite combination. And, and, and listen to me. Next thing you know, I'm going to be ordering the whatever the fuck they call a large at Starbucks. That, Actually, no. Fuck, fuck that. I, fuck Starbucks. I'm not on uh, chocolate coffee. Not my thing, but raspberry coffee sounds a fucking life changing. That sounds like a religious experience. Oh, this uh, is delicious. The first two. It's delicious, and it's Folgers. I'm just uh, moseying down the uh, the old the old coffee aisle, and I'm like, oh, what's this? And has the the ras you know the raspberry color on the bag, all kind of shiny. They get you. Oh with yeah, the calling to you. Colin to yeah. you. I'm like, oh shit, this is this is Folgers, so we got to give this a shot. So in the cart it goes, and then what do you know? They have white chocolate raspberry creamer, which I've had before, but it's oh dude, oh my god, it really it really heightens this coffee. So I'm I'm highly suggesting 
that you give it a try because it's it's delicious on your lips is what it is. So my wife found some uh, birthday cake creamer. It's confetti birthday cake creamer. Yeah, I seen that. I I, actually I seen that today. Um, They had that's a new flavor that just came out, and they have that, and they have they had cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah, I don't I don't know about cinnamon toast crunch, but I've been drinking that creamer like literally not even with coffee. I just open the fridge and take a little hitter (laughs) off of it, like like doing a line of coke and (laughs) just take a little. Just get you through the day. I'm yeah, and I, like, I, I'm like, oh, fucking! I shake my head real quick and and put pound my hand on the on the counter, and then I walk off with my hair all fucked up. You should snort yeah. it. Why don't you try snort? I would it. snort that. I'd put it up my butt. That's how good that stuff is. Oh man, that, <laughs> you never know, man. That could be life changing. <laughs> Give it a shot. I mean, I mean you're, uh, not, you're not getting it anyway, so you might as well have a little, little, a uh, little fun with it. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. And uh, the fact that we're uh, the fact that we're sitting here talking about delicious sweet creamers for coffee uh, probably leads people to suspect that we're not interested in wives anyway. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Fucking that's fine. That's fine. Losers talking about injecting coffee creamer up in their ass. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I doubt you're you're probably not worried about what your wife thinks a whole lot. I'm sure. No, no. No. Yeah. Try that Folgers. It's delicious. I'm, I'm not going to give it five stars. Because I haven't finished my first full cup of it yet, but it's it's right up there. I'm I'm definitely gonna buy some more of it. So, also <clears throat> speaking of beverages, so last night I ran out of delicious Keystone Lights, and it's colder than fuck outside. It's like minus fucking twenty, colder than shit, and I'm like, God damn it! So I get get all bundled up, you know, and I I mosey on up to the closest gas station, and lo and behold, they were out of delicious Keystones. So I'm gazing around and I'm like, okay. So I, I grab some Coors Light. <clears throat> cool. I'm all right with that. And then I see the, and, and it just sucks me in. It, it, all of a sudden, boom, they get that. They get you with the packaging. And I see this can and it's, it's the natural light natter days. It's the strawberry lemonade beer. So I'm oh, like, you fuck. know what? I, I tried one briefly before, but um, I'll get to that in a minute. So I'm like, I'm going to give this a whirl. And <clears throat> A while back when I had it, it was kind of warm, and it, it really wasn't fair to put it on my banned beer list yet at that point. So I see that they have these tall boys on sale. So I grab a couple to to pair with my my lovely Coors Light cans. And uh, when I I get back to the house, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this bitch in the freezer. So I put them I put one in the freezer, and I get it to the point where it's about to freeze, but it's still drinkable. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, slush. Not not a slush before the slush stage. But there's those little bitty uh, hints of ice at the very top. Yes, you know exactly. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Just it. Perfect description right there. So, you know, that's that's like the ideal, absolute fucking perfect beer temperature. So I can give it a fair shake, right? Right, right. So, all right, so optimum temperature. And I, I you know, I grab it and, and then I take a big old fucking manly swig out of it. Oh. Out of your out of your natter days? Out of my yes, out of my strawberry lemonade natter days. A big manly swig out of your strawberry lemonade. <laughs> just to make myself feel a little bit better. Because the can's like a pinkish and yellow color. It's real yeah, yeah. Did you put a Carhartt coat on before you took a drink just so you'd feel a little bit Oh, I, I was actually wearing a Friday the thirteenth hoodie. Okay, so, okay. And I had on my I actually I had on a, a Camp Blood radio shirt from Slasher Graphics. Because it shout it, it out. Was, 
spread out also because it was a Friday and on Friday, well, every day we wear Friday shirts, but it was a Friday. So I have to wear a Friday ish ish shirt. Right. Right. So fair enough. So I had, I had on my, my Friday, the 13th part seven hoodie from London, 1888.com. And I take my big old man swig out of there. And I'll tell you what, it was about as nasty as them damn sissy ass white claw, stupid seltzer drinks that all the hipsters are beating off over these days. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, I love strawberry and I love lemonade. I do too. But and I love the strawberry. idea of it in a beer is not appealing. That doesn't and sound it, good to me at all. No, I gotta, I gotta. You, you gotta get, you gotta get the whole picture here. So, and now, mind you, this is a lager. It's not one of them fucking drinks that that they say is beer, but it tastes like a, like a, uh, like a. I don't know, but it, it's like a, it's a lager, a flavored lager. So it's either gonna, you know, it's either gonna be really good or it's gonna be really bad, right? That's that's right. what you should expect. So. I'm like, okay, so I'm I'm gonna give it the fair shake though, so I do that, and then you know in the movie Bad Santa when Billy Bob Thornton wakes up in a drunken stupor and he takes a swig out of that beer bottle with all the cigarette butts in it. Yep. So imagine that, and this is the best way that I can describe it. Imagine that, but with an aftertaste of rotten lemons, like they've been baking in the Kentucky sun in mid-August, and oh, and oh no, yeah, no taste of strawberry whatsoever, might I add, not a single hint. So. A, I feel like I've been cheated. And B, I've I don't know the only the only other beer that I've tasted that was that foul was regular natural light. So I'm boycotting Natty Light because they got me with their nifty packaging. You just saying all that made me think of uh uh you said the the strawberry is almost non existent, that scene in the office whenever that guy wins the uh, lottery and he makes an energy drink called it's for, specifically for gay men called coconut penis. And uh, his buddy tries it. He takes a drink. And he's like, what's this flavor? And the guy's like, it's an Asian dude. He's like coconut penis. And that guy's like, Ooh, yeah, well, the coconut is subtle. <laughs> in the office. That ain't my bag of biscuits. Oh, dude. So, you, uh, you also got me thinking about uh, one time I was riding with my buddy and he was drinking uh, an orange juice out of uh, a gas station, like one of those gas station orange juices. And uh, he had quit drinking it, uh, unbeknownst to me, halfway through and had started dipping and was spitting into it. Yeah, you told me about that one. That's disgusting. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Dip spit on his own on its own is bad enough, but 50% dip spit, 50% orange juice, I'd probably give that a shot again. Oh, yeah, Maybe absolutely. Pour a little shot of beam in there. Fuck, I'm all over that. Woke so, me up. With all these different exotic flavorings of whether it be stagnant seltzer water with, with that's alcoholic or these flavored laggers or, or the twisted teas or whatever the fuck I'm thinking maybe Natty light redeemed themselves. And I thought that it was, it was quite possibly going to be some magical tropical concoction that might be life altering, but I was fooled by their trickery and it just, it just sucks just as bad as is regular natural light i'd probably rather just drink regular natural light it's that's that's probably even better because it pisses you off because you think you're going to get this delicious strawberry lemonade flavor and and it just it's like rancid rotten lemons and and, and <laughs> warm stale flat beer that's the easiest way to describe it i mean um, i would have suspected that from the get-go but uh at least you took you took one for the team there i don't have to you just confirm my suspicions I did. I did. But what I want you to do is I want you to buy one and I want you to confirm my. I'll still my, try. I'll give it a shot. I just suspect that it tastes like stomach bile. It, it's uh, yeah. It, flat stomach bile. You got to make sure that it tastes flat. 
because it's it, it's just uh but <clears throat> i i don't know i mean you have a shot if, if you'd like it i'll be surprised but i i wouldn't pay for it i mean maybe shoplift one and then that way you don't have to feel bad for spending any money on it so maybe maybe just maybe just pickpocket one let me take a guess here uh for real i think if I had to guess, and I've never had it, if I had to guess, I would guess that it probably tastes along the lines of like a, a grapefruit. A flat grapefruit that's been rotting in the sun. Yeah. Yeah, and that's then, exactly then, what I suspected. And then you took that grapefruit and you put it in a five-gallon bucket of of mossy uh, rainwater that is, that, that's just filled with parasites. That's what it would be. Yeah, that that's 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 what I was, and that's why I've never bought any. So I'm boycotting you, Natural Light. You're done. I'm completely done with you. I gave you a fair shot, and you failed, and you fooled me with your trickery on your packaging, and I'm done with you. Got to so, stick with IPAs, man. Oh no, I'm not doing yeah. that. I'm I'm I told you I'm making my own. I'm getting some fucking pine cones, and I'm making my own fucking IPA with pine cones and rainwater. It's gonna be the best IPA you've ever had. And if it's not gonna be an IPA, it needs to be a Coors Light. Absolute Keystone Light deliciousness. Been drinking them my whole life. No need to change. I don't like change when it comes to beer. So, all right. So enough with Natural Light. We're not going to give them any more free advertisement. So we got some shout outs to get to before we get to to this week's actual episode. We got a lot to catch up on lately. We've got a lot of interaction with with our faithful and awesome listeners. We got people buying shirts and we've got people writing in and messaging in and our intros are getting longer and longer. But hey. That's that's the price. That's the cost. That's the cost to be the boss. So, all right. So, oh, oh I, I've got before you start. I want to say, um, uh, last week we talked about having a, a a foul interaction with um with a young lady on on Twitter, and uh, we didn't mention the name of the uh, radio the show that she was defending because uh, at that point in time they hadn't really said anything, right? They had kind of semi stayed out of it because I think they suspected she was in the wrong there. Uh, and then they, they, they decided they were going to chip in and uh, we didn't mention their name and, and, and their name is uh, slasher radio. And uh, those guys over there at slasher radio can uh, also go fuck themselves. Uh, I want to, oh. I want to say that. All right. Well, uh, fair, enough. fair enough. Yeah. They, uh, they knew that their, their little fangirl there was, was in the wrong with, with, all the bullshit she was spewing, and then they didn't have the spine or intestinal fortitude or a, or a ball sack to uh, to admit it because they didn't want to risk losing their little fangirl there. So uh, those guys over there, you can eat a dick and fall back and shit. Fuck all y'all. Carry on with the uh, with the uh, shout outs there, Nathan. You know what? I, I had literally, like I said, never heard of them prior, so I could give a fuck less what they have to say. So no, they can say whatever they want. I don't fucking care moving forward so yeah fuck them there you go uh anyways <clears throat> shout out to t villain who does flash sales tvillain.com for thursday the 13th they have a uh, a flash sale that i think is going on probably the next probably over the weekend or whatever uh but they got three three 13 jason shirts on there all of them are pretty cool go check them out tvillain.com they they usually do it. It's a 24 hour, a new shirt every 24 hours, and they usually leave them up there an extra day or two. So also Gutter Garbs has, uh, I think, four or five Friday the 13th shirts on sale. They have a Mrs. Voorhees shirt. They've got a part five, a part six. 
got a couple others on there and a bunch of other Halloween, et cetera, et cetera, shirts. So gutter garbs, uh, awesome sales going on. I picked up the Mrs. Voorhees uh, head shirt. I did not have that one prior. It was one that I missed out on before. And I uh, like you can't beat the prices. So let's see. Moving on down the list. Shout out to Joe Gallo from Gallo Goes to Hell for his glorious Valentine's Day photo that he posted of old Jason with a pickaxe. And old Jason was going right up some poor young lady's birth canal with that pickaxe. Oh, me tutor. Oh, me tutor. So I had to do a double take. And then when I seen it, I'm like, oh, shit. And then I admit I chuckled. I did. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> you know, so, you know, there were ang- angry any any feminists that crossed that just immediately went into red. Oh yeah, it's all red. Yeah, and I haven't talked to Joe to figure out if he's gotten any backlash or not. So I uh, Joe doesn't I, care either way. He don't give a fuck anyway. So I, I love I love his photos. He's got some good shit. So I just thought that was that was awesome. Perfect timing for that photo. And uh, keep cranking them out, man. We uh, we we salute you here at Camp Blood Radio. No doubt about that. Also, shout out, of course, to James Amaral, a.k.a. James Rodney over Slasher.Graphics, cranking the fuck out of those show shirts and hoodies. Uh, also, he, let's see here. So, he, I, I forgot to I forgot to tell you before, maybe I did. I, I can't remember. I, I drank a lot. So, he sent me a prototype of a show hat that I just simply keep forgetting about. And it's, um, it's not the show, um, it's not the show logo, but it, it's got a hockey mask as Camp Blood Radio on it. And there's, if you like it, and there's a possibility that we might be adding that to the arsenal. So it's a, it's a, it's one of them flat bill snapback hats for you, for you hipsters out there to, to rock. Oh yeah. That'd be cool. I like, I like the sound of this. Yeah. So I, I can't remember. I must not have sent it to you or you'd know what I, you know what I'm talking about. So I'll have to get on that. Um, so yeah. So check out slasher.graphics and, uh, maybe that'll be on there soon. Uh, also, I'm able to announce that our friend Brian Emenheiser, a.k.a. South Jersey Jason, is in the works with James Amaral. And we have talked about Brian's Camp Crystal Lake lot lizard artwork in, on previous episodes. I think we touched on that a time or two, and he sent Kenton and I um, an 8x10 of it. And it's funny artwork, but pretty soon that artwork will be available on a shirt from Slasher Graphics. And I will definitely be purchasing one because I love the concept of it. Um I'm not sure on the time frame. You'll have to reach out to one of them and ask, but I would imagine probably within the next week or so that that'll be available. I think Brian said they're going to be 15 bucks a pop, so can't beat the price either. And uh, check out the Lot Lizard shirt. Um, also, a couple messages um, that I m- have meant to get to, um, but just, like I said, fucking keep forgetting. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, excuses, excuses, excuses. So... Um, and this person's actually reached out a couple times. Jimmy Faust, I'm not sure if I pronounced that correctly, but he reached out a while back, and I was actually going to post this on the show page, and I and I will, um, now that I've remembered, I will, and have made a note of it, I will do that. But I just wanted to give him a shout-out on there. And Jimmy Jimmy wrote in a while back. <clears throat> he wrote, uh, Nathan and Kent, my name is Jimmy Faust, originally from Chicago. But I've been in Nashville for 20 years and now live just outside in Ashland City in a picturesque cabin in the woods. No internet out here, so I have to download the podcast, which I have just recently discovered what a podcast even is whenever I'm around Wi-Fi. But besides that rambling, I'm having so much fun listening to you guys discuss my favorite franchise. My wife and I are horror fanatics, mask movie and memorabilia collectors, and confessed convention beer bookbaggers. That's kind of hard to say. 
anyways, but we never take it seriously, which is why Camp Blood Radio resonates with me. Kane's Dick Riders is a household phrase now. We haven't been to a horror hound con in years, but we do frequent Days of the Dead, Atlanta, Indy, and especially Louisville. So I really want to keep in touch and hopefully share beer stories and laughs at an upcoming convention. Cheers, guys, and thanks for making my miserable hour-long commute to and from work a lot funnier than it used to be. So thank you, Jimmy, for reaching out. That was back in November. I'm, I know I'm a little late on it, but as you can see, we've kind of we've kind of been busy here. So uh, we had a couple messages that we exchanged, and then um, at Days of the Dead Atlanta the other day, um, Jimmy sent me a picture of him and our friend Vince DeSanti, and he wrote, Jimmy said, man, I got to talk with Vincent for an hour in a stairwell and drop y'all's name. Plenty of backpack beers consumed. What a moment. So shout out to Jimmy. We appreciate your support. And uh, Vince is a good dude, hung out with him numerous times, and uh, we appreciate you checking in with us, and I just wanted to give you a shout-out. So, uh, also, let's see, shout-out to, let me change my screen here. This was another one that was um, a while back. I'll have to look at the date here. But <clears throat> uh, from Jesse Debushenko, hopefully I, I pronounced that right. And you just never know with some of these names, right? Um, so Jesse, Jesse messaged me and says, Hey, I love to talk about the early two thousands on the podcast and I completely agree. And we had a couple exchanges there and exchanging pleasantries, of course. And he went on to say, <clears throat> to tell me that I had a good radio voice, funny as hell and best of luck for 2020. So we salute you, Jesse. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for reaching out. We appreciate the compliments and uh any suggestions or anything else feel free to reach out to us so we're always up for uh for anything you guys anything you guys want to suggest we'll take into consideration anything you want to hear us talk about or even touch on or if you want to know our opinion or even if you fucking care at all about our opinion feel free um pretty much nothing's off limits as far as we're concerned um so yeah just uh give us a shout also shout out to <clears throat> now this was something you didn't know about and I forgot all about it. And I, I, I knew about it briefly, but I didn't, I totally forgot about it until I was talking with Jason Baker. I reached out to Jason Baker, um, the other day and of course talked to him about being on the show. We're going to set something up and I don't, I don't remember what came up, but it's something about Nikki Benz or whatever. And you know, we love Nikki Benz, right? Oh yeah. She's like, uh, she's become the podcast mascot. She kind of is. Yeah, she, she's uh, whether Canadian. she's a real whether she's aware of it or not. Uh, yeah, she, you don't have to be aware of it. No, I mean, no, you don't have to be aware of it. Just she, she's she's our our um, our Canadian mascot, I suppose. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. I, I I wonder what it would take to get her in a shirt. I've thought about this now. Being like, uh, hey, like, do I contact her rep or her agent and be like, hey, probably not as much as it costs to get her out of a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, I, I want to tell him, hey, you, she doesn't have to post this on social media. We'll take care of the promotion for it or whatever. Just what's it going to cost for me to get her in a shirt? It's probably going to be some stupid ass fucking price. Uh, so. I'm going to guess they'll say probably uh, 10 G's. Yeah, something that's ridiculous. Even, yeah. And that's even, and that's just literally like a an emailed camera, you know, quick pick with your phone. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, she's, she's holding a, a ham sandwich in the picture. Yeah, like her, she just got out of bed with no makeup on, and you know, fucking, just it, the shirt was used as a fuck rag the night before, and there's fucking gin stains all over it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm sure of that. So, anyways, 
Jason and I were talking about this, and back, I think it was September, it was before Halloween, so the ex-drummer for Five Finger Death Punch, Jeremy Spencer is his name, he started a channel, or whatever you want to call it, I don't know, because I haven't seen this yet, so I don't really know exactly what it is, but it's called Lady Killer TV, so the... And what it is, and apparently he's doing a whole series of adult-related content, but it's not, um, like, not traditional porn. Like, you know, what? like, when you think of porn. Hold up. Porn. Hold up. This is, a, is this, this is a porn stop. Well, I don't know. I haven't. You feel free to look it up if you want. So This is progressive porn. It, it's, it's, from what I'm understanding, it's, it's not in the sense of traditional porn. It's more soft porn. Like you probably don't see Wiener in it. Um, oh, what's the point? So, but obviously the typical Friday the 13th, you see some boobs, you see some people getting it on, blah, blah, blah. So oh, the, that's... but I, but I'm not 100% sure. You'll have to look it up. So if you Google oh, it, I, I don't know your what ass you're I will. Get. Yeah, Google it. Lady Killer TV, Friday the 13th, whatever. So I'm, I'm, I have an article on scaredstiffreviews.com here. So here's here's the series that they're doing. They're doing a handful of episodes, like I mentioned. And in the Friday the, the 13th inspired episode, it's a parody, and it stars Nikki Benz and Rhea Sunshine as campers that are terrorized by a mass killer with a thirst for blood and revenge, with Spencer adding his own twist and a cameo appearance, uh, blah, blah, blah. So anyways, and this is <laughs> j- just, this is just fucking hilarious. <laughs> So there's there's gonna be like five more spoofs. So here's the here's the the titles of the the episodes, if you will. One, two, Eddie's coming in you. Oh. Which obviously is a parody of what? Oh, I'm gonna guess not Marilyn Street, but nonetheless, that. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck Eddie? are we doing with our lives, man? Right. What are we... can... <laughs> Why did you use Eddie? So okay. So we have the Sexorcist. Then we have. The O Ring. Then we have Psych Ho, starring Nicole Aniston. She's another smoke show. Jesus. And then we have The Whining. So yeah, check it out. So, like I said, I don't think I don't I don't think there's wiener in it. I don't think it's anything that you'd see in a in a regular porn. It's it's. I don't know how long the episodes are. I mean, you you look that up on your own. But I know that Nikki Benz. She she made an announcement about it a while back. It must have been back in the fall, and she she had posted on social media a picture of a guy with a, a China hawk, you know, a fucking cheap ass Jason mask. And nobody can ever get the Jason fucking costumes screen accurate. They always fuck them up. Right. So it was like a dicky shirt that they still left the fucking tag on, and like a burlap jacket, and then some cheap hood and a cheap mask. And it was a and a pair of New Balances. Yeah, and a pair of New yeah. Balance with jeans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um. Anyways, that she made some kind of talk about that, and that's that's why I'm like, oh, what the hell is this? And at that time, nothing had been released, but I remember seeing something about you know coming soon, some new channel or new webisode or whatever the fuck you want to call this. So, like I said, you Google it, look it up on your own, Lady Killer TV, and you do that on your own um, at your own free will. No, you bet yeah. your ass, I will. <laughs> might have to <laughs> might have to bust out a new shirt for that one, buddy. I'll on the Blu-ray Blu-ray by the end of the week. Fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, 
the Blu-ray. I don't even think they have them on Blu-ray, but yeah, if they if they do, you'll probably have it ordered before we're done here today. I can imagine that. Oh yeah, yeah. I hope so, the uh, shipping. I hope the customer service is as uh, on point as it is over there at Slasher Tees. Well, no shit. They'll have your order <laughs> processed within seven minutes. Yeah, and that's ironically uh, three minutes longer than I need with the Blu-ray. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, if there's five of these and and they have any substance to them, it, it's probably it's probably like some cheap horror B movie, and then they throw they throw some fucking in there, but don't show any wiener or money shots. That's what I'm guessing it's probably going to be. Yeah, so that's the that's what I'll use on Sundays. Yeah, there you go. So I can get closer to the Lord. Yes. So you can you can get right with the with your Lord and Savior. You don't use that hardcore stuff on Sundays. Oh, you gotta you gotta. You got to stay right with your Lord and Savior in the Bible Belt down there. <laughs> That's right. Don't, That's don't right. Look, is that how you want to be when Jesus comes back? You don't want to be watching hardcore porn. When... <laughs> no, no, no. This is this is one two. Uh, Leroy's coming in. You. I don't. What was the guy's name? Eddie. Eddie? No, 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 no. This isn't. This isn't. Uh, this isn't Debbie Does Dallas. This is one two. Eddie's coming in. You. It's soft. And he's like, "Oh, come on in here, son." All right. Well, you know that works. You have your sexy time on your own time. I just wanted to to throw that out there because we were talking about Nikki Benz before. And, of course, <clears throat> it's it's Women in Horror Month, which we're going to get to that in a minute. So I thought it'd be the perfect time to bring that up, which, like I said, I had meant to do in the past, just like with a couple shout-outs. But we ha- sometimes you have too many Keystone Lights or, you know what, you, you eat too much Tombstone or Red Baron pizza and you get your tummy full and you fall asleep and you forget. So, Yeah. So anyways, also, I would also like to update my local Dollar General armed robbery situation, and that motherfucker was caught. That's good, man. So apparently, this joker tried to rob three area Dollar Generals. What has this guy got got against Dollar Generals? I don't know. I don't know. But I seen his paper, or I seen his picture in the online, and he... um, He's gonna get justice. He's gonna get. He's gonna get served. So, he he went to jail. So you don't you don't try to rob Dollar General and fucking think you're gonna get away with it, buddy. No, that's that's the most American thing that you can try to take from us. So anti-American. And you know goddamn well they got state of the art fucking surveillance cameras inside and outside of that place, and every one of them. The only thing more American that you could try to rob would be a, a Cabela's. Or a Bass Pro Shop. A Bass Pro Shop, yeah. Or a, a Sears. And even then, you got to go through Tom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. You got to go through Morga, and he ain't going to have that shit. He, he, there's no, not going to be any tomfoolery with him. Ah, I see what you did there. Ah, yeah. I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he runs a tight ship, so you don't think Home Depot is just as, just as American is Dollar General, if not more American, because they sell lumber. How much time did this asshole get? Oh no, I guess he—he's just been arrested, so he we just, don't know he just yet. Got arrested a few days ago. I just seen it, and I'm like, oh, finally. So yeah, he—he he had three counts, and all the stores, like I said, they were all area stores. He all Knife Point. Um, it didn't say whether it didn't give any other details. It just said that he was—he was arrested for it. So. I will try to stay up on this case though, because they better not they better not fucking give him a slap on the wrist because I'm gonna fill out a petition and I'm gonna petition the state's attorney that he needs to go to prison. 
Yeah, we, we, we can't put up with this. No, we will not be tolerating you. If, if I don't feel safe going to my Dollar General, then we have a fucking problem. You got to draw a line in the sand somewhere. I will. And this, I mean, this is fucking it. Fucking bullshit. And I'll give it to you about gas stations because everybody robs gas stations. So you got it. You have to expect that when you're pumping gas or you go in to buy a to buy a, a Natterdays tall boy or two that you might get robbed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You You need to go in. I mean, that's on you, buddy. That's on you. If you go to the gas station or the or a liquor store like any any the stop and robs, if you go in those, you you have to expect that there is a high probability that you could be robbed while you're in there. But you should not have to have that fear when you're in Dollar General. Goddamn. No, it. if I'm buying a god, if I'm buying 21 goddamn packs of ramen noodles and a, and, right. a, and a and a and a box of double of A batteries and a cheap hammer, I shouldn't have to worry about somebody pushing the back of a Glock 22 to my cranium. That's right. Uh, that's you don't you don't you don't expect that in Dollar General. If I get pistol whipped at a at a Seven Eleven, I'm waking up and I'm going, nah, yeah, saw that one coming, even though I didn't. Right. <laughs> you know, you're. I'm walking out of the Dollar General carrying my phone charger and my jar of fucking bread and butter pickles and my my uh, my poster board that I needed to for no reason. Just felt like maybe doing some some doodling at home. And I get I get a whooping in the parking lot. Then <laughs> a whooping. Get a whooping. <laughs> then you know What's what? What's your problem, buddy? Exactly. <laughs> and the thing is, is motherfucker wasn't even toting a Glock at all. He was toting a fucking knife. Like you didn't even have a gun. I don't know, man. Knives are scarier. I'm more afraid of a knife than I am a gun. I'll, I will fight you with a knife. I'll fight you. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'll fight you with a gun too, but. Uh, I think a knife is scarier. It's like, uh, I think Nick Swartzen said, uh, with a knife, you, it's like you're there the whole time that you're dying. Like with a gun, it's like pop out and then, oh, I'm bleeding out. But with a knife, you watch it. And Nick Swartzen has a bit on this. But yeah, it's like something scarier about a blade going into your abdomen, the, more scary about a blade entering your abdomen uh, th- than a bullet, I think. This, this fucking dickhead, <laughs> it's not like he went in there with the 2009 remake machete. Oh, he just had like a case, like a he case. Probably went in, <laughs> yeah. He probably went in with an old timer pocket, folding pocket knife, you know, like you'd give your grandpa for father's day or something for his birthday. Oh, he fuck might, this guy. I'm but, throwing monster energy drinks at him. That's what fuck I said. Guy. That's what I was saying last week is it, how funny would it be if you fucking, if you crack this dude's melon open with like a jar of pickles or something <laughs> or, or, or fucking slit him up with a, with, you know, broken glass or something like something manly. And there's so much stuff in a Dollar General that you could use as a weapon. I That's mean, what I said last week, and you were being a pussy about it, especially around the fall season. Yep, and you were being yeah. you were being a little you were being a little little uh, little sissy pants about it last. Oh, time. that's fair enough. Uh, I still stand by my statement last week. I'm not putting my life on the line for the seventeen dollars worth of merchandise inside a Dollar General. I'm going outside, smoking a cigarette. Take what you need. I'll come back in after you're done. Well, and guess what? That's not very American-like of you because now you're not going to be safe at your Dollar General, and then now what's life going to be like? Now, look, you? I did I did my part for the fucking country already. <laughs> well, I reckon you, you did. You did potentially get life-threatening diseases from third-world Dookie. So, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not standing in the in the way of a gun at a fucking Dollar General. No, nope, I got kids now. No, nope, my my heroic days are over with, my friend. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I will say this, and I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but sometimes when you're over in them third world countries, you can get them parasites in you, and you don't know about it for like 10 years later. So like three or four years from now, you could just start not feeling good and maybe start having the runs or something, and the doctor's going to be like, oh, you get, have you been out of the country recently? Well, I was in, I was in, um, I was in Afghanistan 10 years ago. Oh, that's it. You must have got something from the water. That could happen to you. Still. Oh, bro, I had parasites in me going over there. Like I wasn't even there yet. <laughs> yeah, but those are the ones. Those those are the ones that you, you wash off with purple soap. Just to bring up lot lizards again. You know, that's... Exactly. <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of a lot of un. There was a lot of a lot of philandering going around in the early two thirds. Well, hell, there's a lot of philandering going on now. But there was a lot of a lot of unclean women or and and guys. That works both ways. But there's a lot of. Uh, a lot of clap going around in the early 2000s. Oh, yeah, it was a beautiful time. It, it was, was just, just a, it was more clap than an auditorium. And nobody Fine. cared. You know, it was just, you just got it and you had it, man. And and that was it. And you just it, kept having fun. It was like, it, it was like a, uh, like a, a right, a righteous way or a pathway to, to adulthood. Yeah, it like, was like have puberty. You clap? Have you got the clap? Nope, not yet. Oh, well. Next yeah, week. You, next week, buddy. You ain't a man yet. <laughs> kidding me? Yeah, have you got the purple soap yet? Nope. Oh, well, you ain't shit, bitch. <laughs> Look at you driving that fancy car and you ain't had no purple soap yet, boy. With your subwoofers. With your fucking, with your fucking, <laughs> your fucking Serling Vegas back there like vanilla ice, you fucking loser, and your frosted tips. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it was a rite of passage. It was, it was a beautiful thing. Yeah. I miss those days. Simpler times. I do, too. I mean... I, I do too. I, and, and, and just talking about the two short cocktails tape, it just really brings back because I used to bump, I still bump the shit out of that. I got the CD. God damn it. I don't, I don't listen to music off my fucking, off my iPod or my phone, my MP3 player. No, I do not. You run I, with a Walkman like Clarice from silence of the lambs. Nope. Nope. You know what? You know what? My, my normal, I, I have multiple vehicles, right? I have a hand. Okay. And my go-to vehicle is a is a 1999 SUV. You know why? Because they don't why? make they don't make them like that anymore. Actually, my go-to vehicle is actually a 1999 SUV too, an Expedition. I love I, that thing. I have an Explorer. It's a it's a it's a tank. Yeah, I have a I I my grandpa bought this vehicle new, and I shit you not, I took uh, he didn't want it a few years ago, and I was driving a new Suburban at the time, and I still have a Suburban. I just don't drive it very much because the government likes to fucking tax the fuck out of gas. So, and it's a fucking gas hog. So I just kind of leave it parked there so I can spend, use that money that I'd save on gas so I can buy Folgers and Keystone Light and frozen pizzas, right? That's the smart thing to do. Poor. That's, the, that's, that's free. That's free. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, got, okay. I got a smartphone and I got the interwebs. I can just Google shit. Oh, well, I'm so, a subscriber. There you go. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so. I said, my grandpa, I'm like, hey, what are you going to do with that Explorer? It, it only has, a, it only had, well, now it has 120,000 miles on it. So a 20-year-old tw- vehicle with that low of miles, and it looks like brand new. Oh, yeah, that's he, a hard find. Yeah, I mean, he just drove it back and forth to work, but he's been retired for 18 years. So that's why it has such low miles. And he's like, nothing, I'm probably going to, I'm probably just going to get rid of it. He's like, you can have it if you want it. So I, I drove the fucker home, and I've been, I've been driving it around ever since. So, but, but that it keeps me in the mind frame in that Mamba mentality, RIP Kobe Bryant. It keeps me in that, that Mamba, the late nineties, early two thousands Mamba mentality. Yeah. So I, yeah, I kind of reminded of better times when I'm in that vehicle because it smells like 
that time. You know how vehicles used to smell with with uh, cloth seats back then, and and you know it it would absorb, you know whatever you were smoking in the car and beer stains and all the that semen. stuff. The 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 fucking pecker tracks in the back. Yeah. And front oh God, I miss those days. You'd sit down and it would just smell like a like a like a bar. Man, you I know, had a Camaro, uh, a '97 Camaro when I was in high school. With the, you remember the seat back seats in a, in that body style Camaro? They I were had like a '97 Camaro. I had one. Oh yeah, two, yeah. In 2000, I had a '97. I had one of the 25th anniversary Z28s. You know exactly what I'm talking about, and yeah. you know how hard it is to get sexy in the back of a '97. It's fucking it's impossible. impossible. It's absolutely but, impossible. But I did I had, my best. I had a '94 uh, Z28, and I had a '97 Z28. And I tell you what, if you're over, if you're over five foot four and a half, you ain't fucking. You can fold the seats down in those cars, and you still ain't fucking back there. No, yeah, yeah. it's it, they're they're not meant to be set in. They're especially, for looks, especially if you like big girls. You, oh, it ain't happening. It ain't happening. You get better off getting in the trunk. You're better off just buying a truck. Maybe you should yeah. buy a truck or a, or a suburban. So, but I will say. But if, did you ever fornicate in the front seat and actually? Oh, make- in the front seat, in the passenger seat, in the back seat, around it, on the ground. What, I, I have a really good fucking story, but I don't know that I should share it. Maybe I'll share it next week because it's it's not graphic, but it, it it it's a good one. So it you know what you know what happens if you're I had a 2002 my dream car my dream car at one time and still is is a, is a black 2002 <clears throat> super sport chrome rims t-top six speed um slp all the slp options <clears throat> so basically like the batmobile you know what i'm talking about oh yeah so just a sexy ass car i mean i and i had one and you know what happens when you're you can lay the seats back and you got a lot of leg room but the fucking steering wheel is in the way I yeah mean, yeah what do, you do with it cut it off can't you can't do that so you can't remove it so if the steering wheel wasn't there, it would be cash money. So sometimes if you can't make it work, you know what you got to do? You just, that's, that's, why, that's why cars have hoods. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But that Camaro had a hood that was 10 foot long and 12 foot wide, and it was easily dentable. So you had to be careful. Well, that, that's, why, that's, why it's, that's why you can lean over onto the hood. You, ca- you okay. feel me? Yeah, you yeah. Can, people, people can lean over onto the hood. And then that, that, that body style Camaro also had a nice little spot uh, in the headlight section where they yeah. where it could be used as a seat. But that that front fender had a nice slope to it down the hood. Yeah. 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 Way down. And especially. Yeah. You get about halfway down. And then if if the other party just kind of leans over, you catch my drift. Yeah, I'm I'm fine. I'm tracking. You, you can you can take the fuck truck to pound town at that point. You're good. <laughs> So, the trunks, the trunks in those things also had a a good spot where a, a a nice young lady could lay on her back back there, and then there was a little dip in the trunk for the feet, and it was just I think they designed that trunk for fucking. So oh, yeah. Uh, absolutely, yeah, it was it that was Camaro for, man. Or the the dip down in there was designed for for two subwoofers, <laughs> and they and man, those things sounded good when you put subs in them oh, back when it was still cool fucking hatchbacks man no that that's a really good i have a really good story i've already kind of given part of it away but i have a really good story about about that situation but i don't want to give it all away today not on not on the halloween not on the valentine's day special you just get you just get warmed up a little bit with that one i'm warm it's in my hand already 
Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's always good too when you find undergarments in your in your Camaro. Like shortly, not too long after this day, um, I get a message and it's like, hey, um, I I think I left one of my bras in your car, and I'm like, really? So sure enough, I go out there and I pop the fucking hatch, and there is a Victoria's Secret item down in the little cubby hole that we're talking about. Oh, that's expensive too. Yeah, and she uh, she had um, had aug- augmentation surgery, if you want to call it that. Okay, yeah. It was like a big size one. There's some barbells in there. Yeah, yeah. She had uh, she had some additions, some bolt-ons. Yeah. So apparently you that accessorize. was accessorize. Yeah, and apparently that was an expensive article of clothing, and she needed it back. So yeah. You just never know what you can find back there. It's like a it's like a mystery trunk. It's like a little trunk of mystery presents. So you could find beer cans, you could find CDs, you could find bras, you could find you just never know. You just know you just never know. Those were the good old days, man. Yeah, those were the good old days. Yeah. Yeah. That that one was a while ago, but it was it was I don't I'm trying I don't remember what year that was. But yeah, that was those were the good old days. <clears throat> those were the good old days. I ended up hitting an old man with my Camaro. Uh not not in a car, he was on foot and ended up in a uh in a two hundred thousand dollar lawsuit. Uh, that lasted for a year or so, and that's when I ended up getting rid of my Camaro. And that's a long story, too, that isn't just not one I want to go into. But that was a bad time in my life. So, Yeah, that's not a good thing. We need to focus on the fornication stories where we actually can kind of look cool for a few minutes. Yeah, yeah, because there wasn't nothing cool about, about that. Uh, it was, uh, I mean, I wasn't like drunk or or speeding or anything. It was just, mis- it was unfortunate for everybody involved. Uh, but, uh yeah, it ended up being a very, very dark, dark point in my life as a young man. So, absolutely. <laughs> I figured sometimes we have to tell these what we consider good stories because when people meet us in real life, they won't think we're that big of fucking losers. Yeah, yeah, and so, they can they can think that about me. I don't care. They're it's, they're probably going to anyway. But I'm just saying they might rem- they might remember us saying something and be like, yeah, those guys are kind of cool. We shouldn't give them such a hard time when we realize how big of a bunch of dildos they are. Yeah, because we at least we admit it. You Absolutely. know, there's got to be something in that, right? Like, you don't I have mean, to point that out to us because we're aware. I know. We, we are self-admittedly dildos. We get Self-aware. It. Yeah. Self-awareness, yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, I got a bunch of Camaro stories because I've had a shit ton of them. Uh, to, to compensate for my inadequate wiener size, I always had badass cars and big trucks. You got to, man. You got to. Yeah, it, it made me feel better, you know. Um, it made me feel better. So I've, I've had a lot of muscle cars, a lot of, a lot of fast, a lot of, a lot of fast, loud cars, you know, um, especially in the late nineties and the early two thousands when life was still good. So yeah, I, I miss those days. I really do. So now I, I do, I do still have a, I have a, I have a big block Chevelle and that's, that's my current, um, compensation for inadequate, uh, wintering. So what year is it? Uh, 72. So, oh fuck! I wish I had something like that. Yeah, it. Uh, I haven't driven it. it I put a I, I put a fresh 454 in it, a nice healthy 454. I always wanted a big block Chevelle. My dream, one of my other dream cars was uh, on Days to Confuse, Waterson's Chevelle, the 70 SS. And years ago, seven eight years ago, <clears throat> I was I didn't want to I didn't want to spend 100,000, 150,000 on one, or even 70 or 80,000 on one. And the 71s and 72s at the side angle, they look the same. So I thought, well, I'll just buy a small block 
car and then I'll clone an SS and that's what I'm in the process of doing now. So, uh, yeah, so that's my, that's my current project, but I haven't had it on the, the road in quite a while. So I'm not in any hurry. I can start it up and sit there and, and beat off to the, the fucking loping cam in the garage. You know, I can do that all day, but yeah, uh, my dream car is a 67 four door Chevy Impala. Ooh. Uh, and I think you, you, uh, you might not know why, but, uh, that's the car that Sam and Dean Winchester, uh, saved the world in and supernatural. Yes, uh, it is. Fuck. It I is. love that car. So goddamn much, man. Oh my God. I get an erection Just every time. That all thing. The, think all the fornicating you could do in the back of that bitch. Well, I'm wearing, I'm married now, but I could do a lot of jerking. Well, you uh, could, you could get a lot of, there's a lot of room to get full tug action in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's you got those bucket seats uh or not bucket bench seats and oh just, just room you could, but think of this though you didn't even think about this you talked about the hatchbacks or the trunk area of a camaro think about what you could do in the trunk of that heavy chevy yeah have you ever seen the trunk of well you've seen oh, yeah. the show you could you could play a, a game of pickup basketball absolutely in, in that trunk and you were talking about the smell i love the smell of an old 60s muscle car interior they just have like that kind of like like it's your fine. your yeah it's your grandma's vinyl, basement well the v- vinyl doesn't you know you have pinholes that, that let it breathe but vinyl doesn't doesn't breathe like cloth and leather and it, it, it has more of a plasticky kind of smell and it literally smells like a specific period in, in time that you can relate that to because you're not gonna you're not gonna find that anywhere else but when you <clears throat> when you think about it and it's like oh what did people do in 1976 just like in days and confused they drove around and smoked pot and drank beer so imagine that with the smell of vinyl. I mean, that's like the most manly scent you could ever have. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing like it. There's I mean, nothing like it. That's like, just call it America. That's that just, a good old American scent. Oh. Cigarettes and cigar smoke and your partying and your 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 stale beer and and just just bottle that up for me and I want to I want to I want an air freshener made out of that if I could. <laughs> and they can't recreate that. It's got to come naturally. Oh, we gotta we gotta create that naturally. Maybe you know, maybe I could start doing that. Maybe I could I could uh, I could sit in my Chevelle and and bottle up scents. Maybe I could do that. Oh, and not I to bought. mention not I to bought. mention the exhaust, the exhaust uh, smell and the gasoline from a carburetor and, and the sound of a cam. Oh my god! And my my car sounds sounds fucking sounds nice and healthy. So, and you've got that. I love that smell of fucking that exhaust smell when you're sitting in traffic, but oh man, it's, it's addicting. Oh, so, I'm in recovery. I'm in recovery from that. So, I'm nostalgic for a time period. I wasn't even alive during, <laughs> but this is what I, I really think that the late nineties and the early two thousand, not so much the early two thousand, but the late nineties, because we started really getting into the bling bling and the hip hop and the big rims in the early two thousands, right when that happened and, and, and Jaeger bombs and, and other things that were going on and culture changed. Yeah. Uh, we really started straying from God. We did. We, we did. We started getting out in, in, into, into other pastures, if you will. So I really feel like the late nineties and right around 2000, maybe up until 2001 were very, very similar to the mid mid to late seventies, because think of how fucked up and stupid the world is now back in the late nineties, or like I said, 2000, maybe 2001, you could get away with a lot of shit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then all of a sudden, boom, we have all this, we're going to change, not necessarily for the better, but I feel like that was the last comparable time to that time. So I guess what I'm getting at is that you did experience kind of what it was like back then. I, 
you could pull up to a kegger a hundred deep and sit on your trunks and or hoods and do whatever the fuck you wanted to do all night and not have to worry about it just like you could in the seventies. Yeah. And if, if, and if anybody did, if anything did happen, you were just told to fucking leave. Yeah. It was a, it was a free time. Right. That's, that's what I'm saying. It was similar in those fashions. Whereas yeah, nowadays everybody would be pulled up in their fucking Priuses sitting there fucking vaping and playing on their fucking phones. That's not oh, a party. Yeah. That's not a fucking party. A party is when you fucking light shit on fire and you get fucking drunk and throw beer cans and fucking act like an asshole. That's I that's haven't big. even thought about. You just you just got me in, in, interested. I'd like to see just from a observational point of view, like a fly on the wall. Uh, uh, a 17, 16, 18-year-old uh, like kegger party right now to see how much phones have become a life killer of a party because when we were doing that shit, phones were non-existent. Like, I mean, they had them, obviously. I'm not that old, but not everybody had a phone and those that did have phones, they did, they weren't able to do what you can do on a phone now. Right, right. So, uh, yeah, I wonder what that's like now. I hadn't thought about that before. Well, you you ponder that, and we'll discuss a little little bit more on that another time. How about that? Yeah, let's do it. All right. <clears throat> we're going to check in on the Camp Blood Radio Takes Over the World map, and then we're going to touch on the point of this episode, which uh, we've been rambling on, so we'll see how that goes. But anyways, uh, I am proud to report that we have officially registered listens from Azerbaijan. Which was a country that I thought was from uh, the Chronicles of Narnia or, or Avatar or maybe the Game of Thrones. Turns out it's a real country. I had no idea where this was until I seen it light up on the map. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, oh, it's in the Middle East. Oh, no, it's not. It is technically in Asia. But it's very close to Iran. So oh, that man. Is it's between the Caspian Sea and the Caucasus Mountains, which is so, where white people came from. Yes, absolutely. So a few fun facts about, I'm not even going to say the name again because I already forgot how to say it. So some fun facts, which I, it almost seems like they wouldn't even have electricity there. It seems like one of those places that's a magical king, like a magical place of some sort. So, but anyways, you'd be wrong if you thought the same. A few fun facts. They are home to the world's biggest KFC. You believe that? It holds 300 people. The goddamn oh hold on just a minute. Let me let me wrap my brain around this. The biggest KFC isn't even in Kentucky. No. It is not even in Kentucky. It is in this foreign magical land that we were unaware that of. I've never even heard of. Yes. That feels to me like cultural cultural appropriation. It's sixteen hundred square meters and fits three hundred people. Jesus. I gotta talk. That's like a gymnasium. KFC. Holy shit. Did you see pictures of this thing? No, and I, and I refuse to look at them because I'm just going to be angry. It fucking looks like it looks like the uh, the Vatican. <laughs> yeah. This is absurd. Okay, all right. I all right, I pulled it up and this is absolutely fucking ridiculous. It looks like it was <laughs> in like 1594. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> look at the this KFC is on colonel, the This is where a colonel would actually live. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I'm just I'm just really shocked that the largest one's not like in Lexington, at least. Oh my god. They've got to have machine gun turrets on top of this thing. Oh, There's I'm no sure. way that... There's serious security at this building. They probably have like it's probably like checking into a courthouse. You gotta empty all your pockets and get wanded and all that shit. 
Yeah. Oh my God, this is ridiculous. Absolutely insane. Also, <clears throat> another fun fact, it claims to be the landing place of Noah's Ark. That okay. Neat. I mean, that's hard to... How do you that's hard that? to prove. Hard to prove, but... <laughs> I, mean, that's, that's I guess you claim. can just say that and nobody can argue with you. That's, <laughs> that, that's what they claim. Okay. So, we're not going to argue with you. We'll just uh, take it with a grain of salt. And also, let's see. When you get tea there, it's always served with candy. So that's very that's very nice of them to do. Oh, this place. Not much of, uh, I'm not much of a tea drinker, but I appreciate the gesture. Also, all of the old people have gold teeth. And I love a grill. I love a good grill. So I I would definitely be all about that. Uh, calling Johnny Dang on that one, little Paul Wall. Maybe, maybe Johnny Dang does their grills. Who knows? Why also, do all the old people have 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 gold teeth? Um, I don't know. Did sure. they knock them out and then put them in? What is going on here? What I don't is... know. I'm not, I'm not real sure. Okay, fair enough. And perhaps hygiene uh, is maybe vastly improved over there, and I don't know. Maybe they have a lot of gold. I, I don't know. That's a good question. You can look that up because we uh, we value education here. And also, they once produced half of the world's oil. So you know there's there's money over there. Yeah, sounds to me like sounds to me like they need a little bit of freedom. It's also home to the world's second tallest flagpole. That is neat. Second tallest flagpole? Yes. Okay, let me see this. Ask her behind a second. And it's also home to to over forty percent of the world's mud volcanoes. So I did not know that. That is as very interesting information. So holy shit, dude. Have you looked? Did you look up this flagpole? Got it right now, actually. They've got the flag is the size of let me count this one, two, Name, three. They're not fucking playing games with that one. This there's a there's a there's like a 20, and I've counted them. It's like between like 20 and 22 story building beside this thing. The flag is is three times the size of the building. Yeah, it's crazy. Wow, right. fucking how does that even like I don't understand how that is uh structurally possible. Crazy. Look at all the fascinating things going on in this land that we didn't even know about. Jesus. I, I want to just go to KFC and just get me a bucket of original recipe and just go to town. And it's really Paris. pretty here. That's that's crazy. Okay. You learn something every day. Yeah, I, I have here and now now you know that the world's biggest KFC is not in your backyard anymore. Well, so they took that from us. I don't know how you're going to sleep tonight. I've been to the world's first KFC, and that is in Kentucky, and the rest of the world can suck my dick because that, that is ours. That is ours. All right, so fun facts. We appreciate the listens there, and thanks for tuning in, and we will check in on some more countries on another episode. But moving on, we finally get to this episode after uh, we've got to give some shout-outs and talk about this, that, and the third. So finally, this episode, being that it's February, being that it's uh, Valentine's season, so on and so forth, we thought, you know what? We need to celebrate the women of horror, too. So that's what we're going to do, celebrating the Women in Horror Month for the month of February. And nothing really in particular, nothing specific, not a list of the top 10, not a list of the hottest women, not a list of the best boobs or uh, the, the 
best final girls or whatever, but just we're just going to touch on a few uh, individuals that are either that we like or are important to us or that we find amusing or that we think are hot or whatever. Just for whatever reason, we just wanted to uh, to just touch on the subject in general. And um, so when you think women in horror and what's what's important to you or what what rings a bell to you, et cetera, et cetera, what's the first thing that pops in your mind there, drunk uncle? Uh, well, I mean, it would be, it would depend on what I'm, am I talking about? Am I thinking about like hard ass women or hot women are like, cause if we're talking about like, you know, who helped me get through puberty, that would be Deborah Voorhees, right? From Friday 13th, part five. Most of the time you're going to be talking about the sex appeal. You're going to be talking about, because that's what's most memorable for the most part. And you can not to be sexist or anything like that, but it is what it is, right? I, I mean, mean, even that, if to be sexist, that's okay too. Um, well, just, <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. If I'm thinking about hard ass women, right? Like just no, a badass. Not necessarily. necessarily. Cause you know what I'm going to tell you right now? I'm just going to, I'm just going to call it like it is the, of course I love Jamie Lee Curtis. I love Heather Langenkamp and there's only so much that can be said about that and they're classic. And I can, I can keep going on and on. There's, there's a lot of notable women and, I love the Halloween franchise. I know that you think the original is boring, and I think you're a fucking dildo, but that's that's another topic. But Jamie Lee is is obviously <sighs> greatly important in the horror genre and is still kicking in the horror genre over 40 years later, and we're going to get more Halloweens. So obviously is as successful as Nightmare on Elm Street was and how big Part 1 and Part 3 Dream Warriors were and how that was important to me. So when I just think women in horror in general, those two pop in my head first because of my love for those franchises but when i really start thinking about i'm thinking about the other shit like you it's like deborah Voorhees. okay great but let's get back to that early 2000s and i'm talking about 2003 buddy and you know what the fuck i'm talking about uh 2003 i'm talking about pamela anderson and jenny mccarthy oh scary movie three i gotta give a shout out that yeah that's shouting them out because goddamn in 2003 pamela was like at the in the, at the end of her prime if that makes sense and she was i just never found that that kind of like playboy kind of thing like sexy it always felt like plastic to me and it, i mean it, technically it was it was silicone but uh, i always liked like the kind of innocent uh girl next door look like like deborah Voorhees or like uh even anna ferris in the very same movie that you're talking about oh, absolutely um, I understand, <laughs> but at, at that time in 2003, Pamela Anderson was like at the peak of the world still. Oh I mean, yeah, she was. She was making tapes with Tommy done, Lee. Uh, I know that was in the late 90s, wasn't it? That, that was that was yeah that, that that was done and over with. But she was done being wallered out by Tommy Lee and his uh, herpagana syphilis wiener. That fucking swamp monster. The uh... <laughs> <laughs> that boy had a hog. I, I I don't I don't recall I don't recall that on the. On the video, I remember watching the video back in the day, but I don't. He recall. was driving the boat with it. Oh, really? Yeah. He he. At one point, he he grabs it. He's holding it, and there's still a good two or three dicks left hanging out the end. Really? <laughs> and he's and he's steering the boat with it. Yeah. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. He, he, yeah. That's shout uh, out to Tommy Lee. <laughs> <laughs> and your and your fucking. Um, and your hepatitis you got from Pamela Anderson, or maybe yeah, you, her. I'm not sure. 
And your kickstand. You got there. Got a Motley Crue goddamn also who's ready to go on a world tour again this year. I fucking love Mick Mars, man. I do. Mick Mars is my fucking guy. Yeah, yeah his, cool. his his son Les Paul Deal lives in Kentucky. What? You know I didn't that? know that. Does he? He is a Facebook friend of mine, and uh, he he's he's a good old boy. He's a good old boy, and I I, I do. I fucking I, lo- I love Mick Mars. Matter of fact, I was just talking talking with somebody else about Mick Mars last night, and you know, because Mick's gonna be, I think Mick's almost seventy, and for him to be going on the tour and the health condition that he has, and blah yeah, blah. He was blah. the oldest in the band when they started the band back in the eighties. Um, but no, I, I love Motley Crue, and I'm I'm glad to see him back out doing their thing. And Vince Neil's kind of a fucking dickweed half the time, and uh, he just did some drunken video on Cameo the other day. I watched it, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, man, fucking. Nikki Six is still awesome though. Yeah, he hasn't died anymore. He hasn't died anymore since 1980. No. <laughs> been since, since then, still, I don't think we've had any, um, any 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 injections to the to the heart. I don't think we've had to revive him anymore. I think he's that been alive. wild. He's been alive constantly. I think for the last 32 years. So shout out to Nikki Six. So thank you. I, and I like Nikki too. I do. I, I shout out like you said. Shout out to Tommy Lee and. Uh, and then you got to give a separate shout out to his penis. You got to give you got to give a, a separate shout out to Tommy Lee's member because they each have their own cell phone. They each have so. their own smartphone nowadays, so they can text <laughs> other pictures. If you want to get a dick pic, you got to text the, the wiener. Back to women and horror, though. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna lay down a few. You tell me what you think, okay? Sigourney well, Weaver. So so not that that is my list uh, exclusively, but. My mind frame always goes back to like, like you said, kind of the Deborah Voorhees thing, or and and Deborah's great. I love Deborah too, and she is obviously gonna, she should be on a on a some sort of list because she's always mentioned for having like the best rack and horror. Oh, and, without a doubt. And I and I won't I won't uh, I won't debate that one because there really is no debate. She's easily in the top three best racks and horror of all time. So, but just. If somebody were to say, hey, real quick, women in horror, who comes to mind? Like I said, Jamie Lee. Um, Sigourney uh, Weaver. Yep. Um, it, but for me, Danielle Harris. Okay. Would be, those would okay. be the three me that just that just pop right in my head just because of what's important to me and what I what I like in the in the film genre. But like I said, you got to give a shout out to Pamela and Jenny McCarthy. I mean, goddamn, when you've seen those, I know that that really wasn't your thing, but Jenny McCarthy was like on top of the world at that time. And I, I don't know if she was still blowing Jim Carrey at that time or if maybe she was dating Brian Urlacher. <laughs> I can't remember, but those two, I'm sorry, but like you would not kick them out of bed unless they wanted to fuck on the floor. I mean, that, no. that's... You that that those women were like top notch fucking. I I know that Pamela was clapped up and wallered out by Tommy's fucking um, uh, bike st- kickstand or whatever you called it. But yeah, in all fairness, Pamela Anderson's really small. So even like an it an it an inadequate wiener could probably give her a wallering of some. Yeah, sort. even one of us. It, yeah, I, I mean, I I kind of see what that would be like, but. You know, I can't imagine the reconstructive surgery she had to go through after Tommy. And, and she crapped out a couple kids too. So I don't know. Maybe she had those C section, but I'm sure I'm sure his um his his wallering of sorts probably eased childbirth. Oh yeah. They probably had to put a put a like a little knapsack underneath her while she was pregnant for nine months so that it wouldn't fall out on accident. It's like Shaq. It's like Shaq's wife. It's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh 
but yeah, I mean, just do you think when you think Tommy Lee, and it's like, I, I'm sorry, but I'm not, I'm not uh, fornicating or philandering with any women that have even looked at Tommy Lee. No, like, can you imagine the, can you imagine the pecker tracks that Molly Crew left back in the '80s and '90s? Oh my God, they were everywhere. Good God, that did you see the dirt? Oh yeah, I've watched it like three oh times. Oh my God, I love that movie so much. It's so good, dude. Yeah. Shout out to Molly Crew. Like I said, I, I love me some Molly Crew. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to Linnea Quigley. Absolutely. That's another good one. Yeah. That's a big... All right. So, so go ahead. So th- drop a few names that when you think just women or in general, who, who's coming to mind and for what reasons? So I think Linnea Quigley is one of the queens, obviously, for how much she loved. She genuinely, she doesn't just star in a whole lot of horror. She, she was in all the horror. She was so... Uh, I think Linnea kind of embraced that. And for that, she's one of the queens of horror, in my opinion. But yeah, Linnea, I got Sigourney Weaver, obviously. Uh, uh, and we haven't we haven't made a script for this. So this is all off the top of our heads, guys. But uh, uh, I'm going to go with Adrian King, obviously. You know, the first Friday, the 13th, she's, she's earned her place. Like you said, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, let's see. There's so many, man. I mean, we could be here all day, all day naming them off. But like, if if someone said, "Hey, you've got one minute, drop some names real quick and why, and not don't worry about elaborating." But like I said, I mean, just just boom, boom, boom. Linda Blair is a big one, right? Obviously, yeah. Uh, I I, ha- I feel like I had ten million names on my tongue, and now I'm I'm drawing like a complete blank. Um, who who else would you have? Well, it's all because of what I like. I love Friday the 13th part three. So I love Tracy Savage. Okay. 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 Yeah. I mean, I I love her. Like you said, Adrian King's like, you know, uh, with Friday being a, being a huge Friday fan, you know, Adrian, I mean, I it's almost like with every franchise, I can almost throw two or three names in, but um, I'm looking at more kind of like the big picture. Like, like I said, with Jamie Lee, when I think women in horror in general, and what's you're thinking mainstream, more mainstream, more. Um, I but with Linnea, she's she's been in a shit ton of movies too, and like Daniel Harris, Daniel, you know, was in Halloween when she was younger, then comes back in Rob Zombies. Of course, she's in Hatchet and blah 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 blah. Still making movies. Oh, and, that that bring, that brings up actually a good. Uh, I'm not a fan of her, but Sherry Moon Zombie. A lot of people love Sherry Moon. I was just gonna say. I mean, look at look at Sherry Moon and Devil's Rejects. I thought she fucking nailed it. I thought she nailed it in Devil's Rejects. I didn't care for her much in <clears throat> in Three from Hell, but I kind of like Three from Hell. Oh my god, <clears throat> fucking snooze fest! But I love the Devil's Rejects though. I do too. It's one of my favorite films. Period. And she's look at her in that. I mean, she she fucking nails it. She's she looks the part. She she plays the part. I don't care what anybody says. She fucking. She fucking plays the part, <clears throat> and it is what it is. But a lot of the women, like I said, with Tracy Savage, Tracy was not a scream queen. She was not in multiple films. She was just, she was just the the hot brunette in the purple bikini. So, but I mean, to each their own. But I mean, I can I can give you a list of of thirty, no problem, that I think are deserving to be on a list of of women in general. But Heather Langenkamp, we haven't mentioned her yet. I, I did already. Oh, did you? Okay, okay. Yeah. Pay attention, you dickweed. Uh, okay, fair enough. Fucking smoking your fucking vape, not paying attention. Yeah, I was too. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, women in horror. We're gonna get all gonna get all liberal here and and do the women the women in horror thing. Um, 
a lot of great women out there. A lot of badasses like Sigourney, and then the the hotties like Deborah, Scream Queens, like. Uh, well, and, and I and I want to give a shout out to Linda Hamilton too, because Terminator Two isn't isn't really a horror movie, but it's kind of scary at times, and she's a fucking badass. But it might not be a horror movie, but it's still the greatest fucking movie ever made. Well, but so. I'm looking at it when you think women horror, but Terminator Two had some horror horror aspects to it. Yeah, and Linda Hamilton is a badass. She fucking was absolute fucking phenomenal in that film. So I, I got to put her in there, too, just because of that. And um, and who's that Asian girl in Predator that they dragged around the jungle? I'm going to give a shout-out to her, too. Hold on, I'll tell you. Give me just a minute. Because <laughs> she was a trooper. She was a fucking trooper. Give me just a minute. Predator, 1987. And and I and I'm gonna give a shout out to Jessica Beale in 2003 TCM because goddamn, have you seen her name? Her name is Elpidia Carrillo. Is she from Azerbaijan? She is. <laughs> she's from uh, Piracuaro, Mexico. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, shout out to her because I love fucking Predator, and I know that's sci-fi, but it's fucking scary too. And the Predator's badass, so she gets a shout out too. And like I said, we got to give a shout out to Jessica Beale. I mean, really? We should give a shout out to Jessica Biel every episode because, God Absolutely. damn, Absolutely. She's she's <laughs> she's like Jennifer Aniston. She's Jennifer Aniston attractive. Jesus Christ. I mean, I don't know what the fuck she's doing married to fucking Justin Timberlake. Get the uh, fuck out of here. I don't know. I'd fuck Justin Timberlake. Oh, man. Anyways, um, <laughs> she's never been in a horror movie, though, has she? What is... TCM. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, fuck. Yeah, I, blew, I drew it. Total brain fart there. Life Peter and the fucking tight jeans. Oh, and that's got my dude Arlie Ermy in it, like the greatest man that ever lived. Like America. That's like that's like the nation's grandfather. Yeah, she looks so good in that movie. Fuck. So most most of the time, the women are going to get the shout outs for their looks. It is what it is. And even and even Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney, she was a, a. I mean, most people would say she was attractive in her day, right? Yeah, not my top. But uh, yeah, I can certainly see the appeal there. Absolutely. But I'm trying to think. Uh, there's a movie that she was in. I'm trying to think. Wasn't she in a Billy Bob Thornton movie? Sigourney. Yeah. No, that wasn't her. That wasn't her. No, she was in that movie uh, Cedar Rapids with the dude from fucking ha- The Hangover. She was like his his girlfriend in that movie. Oh, the guy from The Office, uh, Ed Helms. Yeah. Yep. Was she in that? Yeah, she was. She was. Sigour- oh, yeah, she was. I'm, got, I'm looking at it right now. She's been in a lot of shit, but that's. I love that movie, and I actually own it on Blu-ray. I just watched it the other day. So. God damn that movie! I've never seen it, but it's got everybody in it. Yeah, it's really good. I like that movie. It's a great comedy. And uh, Hesh, another 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 horror queen, right from the Psycho remake. Oh, absolutely! And, and shout out to Nev Campbell too. I mean, four Scream films and. You you gotta you gotta give a shout out to that. Scream was 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 the shit when I was in high school. That was like that was the franchise that in my teenage years was was popping off. Uh, oh, dude, you said you said Nev Campbell. This is the per- perfect time to tell this story, okay? So uh, I guess it's been about huh? I'll let you tell it again. Go ahead. Have I already told it on here? Well, I don't know. I've heard it, but may- I don't know where it was about Horror Hound. Yeah. Go ahead. Go I don't ahead. know if, I'm, we'll wrap, we'll uh, if I've already up. told it on here, I'm not going to do like the comedic, the comedic, uh, long, long form story. I'll just give a short, short run of it. Uh, they double booked our room at a uh, horror hound, uh, about two years ago. And I walked in on Nev Campbell in her PJs just hanging out. 
and uh, she looked she looked me up and down. I'm a large man, and she was alone in there in her pajamas, and I just busted into her room and was just standing there. <laughs> and uh, this look on her face was like she didn't, at first she didn't say anything, but I could just tell it was like, oh no, I hope this isn't a rapist, and uh, I'm, and I'm not a rapist, and uh, I was like, oh. And uh, she was actually really cool about it. Uh, I talked to her the next day and we laughed about it and we got a picture and uh, it ended up being okay. But it was, that's how I met Nev Campbell was by busting in on our inner PJs. I've her. seen her. I, I've walked by her at conventions and stuff, but how funny would it have been if you would have got been like, Oh, I'm not really a raper. They double booked the room and I know that I look like a raper, but can we take a picture <laughs> of my inner PJs? Cause my friends will never believe this. <laughs> And I said, and we talked for a minute, uh, cause, uh, the next day, cause it wasn't like at her booth or anything. It was behind like these conventions have like secret underground, like, like hallways behind the walls so that they can move without getting harassed. Right. right. And, uh, I was back there doing something and she walked by and stopped and chatted with us for a minute. And, uh, yeah, we, we cut up and, and I said a lot of shit like that. I was like, uh, I'm not a raper. I just want you to know. <laughs> she has a great sense of humor she's a fucking sweetheart and uh she handled it so so awesome and i was really scared when it first happened because i was thinking oh jesus christ tmz or or something are gonna they're gonna do an article uh crazed fan bust into nev campbell's room and all this shit but she ended up just laughing she thought it was funny uh after nice. she realized she wasn't about to be raped right well, <laughs> you can imagine the uh the fear in her eyes i reckon uh, there was fear in my eyes too oh yeah I absolutely was, i was uh there was That's a lot of shit you were a raper because you're standing there fucking drooling all over yourself but you had you had your eyes locked on her like a rapist well here's the thing man is like when you bust into your room like you don't expect anybody to be in there right well, here, okay, okay. So I, I have to try to picture this because this is what usually happens to me. So the, I can never get the fucking key key thing, key card thingy. It never wants to fucking work right, and you're you're jimmying it around in there and blah blah blah, and then all of a sudden. Well, boom, no, this the is the one door. you just wave. You just wave it in front of. Oh, the... okay. But but this is scenario. So if that were to happen, and I'm fucking around with the thing, and then all of a sudden it just pops open like it always does, and then it kind of fucking, and then it closes and I got to do it again. And then once it does pop open unexpectedly and I'm carrying six bags and I kind of fall into the room and ne nearly land on the floor every time, that's what happens to me. Yeah. So then she really would have thought that you were a, uh, a, a rapey guy. Well, the way that this room was set up is it had like, it was like the luxury room. It had a kitchen and a living room and a bedroom. So I came in through like, uh, when you came in, it was in the kitchen and she was way back in her bedroom. So I set all my bags and stuff down on the kitchen table and I yelled the first thing I had my buddy Kevin with me or not Kevin Chuck with me. Chuck was behind me and I go, God damn, this is a nice fucking room. And, uh, that's probably the first thing like that all Kentucky. I did. Like. Yeah. 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 I just yelled it out because I thought it was empty. Right. So I come through the kitchen into the living room and she may have been back there frantically scrambling to put clothes on. I, I don't, I don't know what she was doing, but it's that, the second she might have been in her unmentionables and she was just trying to hurry up and get dressed. And the first thing that she found was her PJs. That, that's probably what happened because uh, she definitely heard me scream when I walked in and then she came frantically around the corner and we almost ran into each other. So like I said, you're not expecting to see anybody when you go into an, into a fresh hotel room, nobody, not even a stranger that, that isn't famous, but you're right. especially not expecting to run into Nev Campbell, right? That's not <laughs> very true. 
That's the last thing you're expecting. You don't even expect like a a can of soda or something in your room. Or a a mint on your pillow. A mint on your pillow, let alone Nev Campbell. So, I mean, considering the situation, man, I cannot say enough good things about that woman. She was so fucking cool about it. And I was so thankful because I was very, very scared. I was very scared. Definitely got to give her a shout out. Like I said, we're not purposely leaving anybody out. We're not, we never, we didn't make a list. We didn't talk about it. We just said, hey, we're just going to give shout outs to Women in Horror Month in general and leave it at that. We didn't compile a best of, a worst of, uh, who has the biggest bra size or whatever the fuck. It was just uh, a general shout out. And so don't bother saying, well, you left out this person or you didn't talk about this person. Yeah, we didn't because we weren't trying to just be here all day talking about that. So we because we literally would be here all day if we were going to talk about all the noteworthy women. So just just a quick shout out is all is all that it was. Uh, We've had some guests on recently, so we needed to play catch up a little bit and uh, give some shout outs and just kind of get caught back up. So obviously, when we have guests on, we can't be. Uh, talking about the late 90s, the early 2000s, and which Dollar General got robbed, or we wouldn't ever have time to talk to anybody. So you got to bear with us from time to time. So uh, anything else you want to add to that there, Drunk Uncle? No, man. We love our women in horror. We love the hard-ass women and the beautiful women and the and the women that are there to play the victim and, and all of them. So uh, we appreciate them, and, and we're glad that we have them. Absolutely. And uh, like I said, um, any anything you guys – want to reach out to us about feel free to do so but that wraps up another episode of camp blood radio so please rate and review wherever you listen to the show at also check us out on facebook and instagram at camp blood radio and leave us those reviews god damn it we would really appreciate it and also go to fucking youtube and subscribe or something bad just might happen to you so we need to get those subscribes up there and uh, we'll start posting some more episodes on there and we're also looking into uh possibly something like a google hangout or something where we can we can post to youtube while we're recording so you can you can see us in the studio you can see us in our element sipping our uh, delicious folgers and our keystones and our ipas and whatever the fucking hipsters drink and uh so that's potentially coming up so just uh bear with us with that and also like i said go go like uh give us a a follow on instagram too we're going to be posting a bunch of shit there as well so i think i said before we're also on spotify we're looking into uh some other options uh tune in we're also on tune in now and a couple other uh show apps and looking into the internet radio in general as far as becoming a station so you'll see some information on that from time to time uh, feel free to leave us any feedback or suggestions on that or any apps that you can think of that we might want to uh, submit the show to as well. So, uh, like I said, any suggestions, feel free to drop us a line unless you're Mark Tefner. You can go fuck yourself. <laughs>